So three, one, two, three to the back, and then burn the energy. Right. Burn the energy. Okay, here we go. It's <sighs> happening live. Oh. Okay, first up, double turbo energy. Okay. Kindler. Good. Okay, looks, yeah, that's fine. Good. Primplop. Oh, okay, another of, evolutionary got, chance. Got two of them two already. already. Oh, oh Cubchoo's cute, though. Yeah, he is. I think I've already got him as well, though. Okay, okay. Oh, Dendede. Dendede Psychic. Interesting choice, seeing as he's yeah. literally shooting lightning out of him. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Farfetch! Farfetch. Oh, I like the artwork. That's cute. Yeah, that is a cool artwork. Uh, and nice. Dust. Oh, I've already got him. Duskull. Okay. Grimer. Grimer. Okay, so it, are we getting into... It should be. It should, into... it should be now. The... Oh, a Ooh. reverse hollow clay doll. I already have a clay doll, but I don't have a reverse hollow one. I don't think. Reverse hollow. I like. Th- I've never noticed before that it's the energy symbols in in the actual shiny part of the card. Yes. Yeah. And nice. finally, so should, uh, or Wormadan. Wormadan. Okay. Not, okay. not as exciting as I thought. I, like I have got doll. another play doll. Was I, good. I have got another pack. If we want to, if we want to quickly do uh, that. see if it's see if it's more hype, <laughs> and then I'll just pick my favourite one. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the whole card open. One doesn't quite work if you've not got visuals. It, it, it really, yeah. You have to paint a picture, Sam, with your words. Are you ready? With my words, okay, okay. So we've got this. Oh, the, I love the artwork here. on this. Yeah, uh, I do already have yeah. this one. Uh, Gorgeous. Okay, there's a cafe master. Uh, my cafe dream master. job is to be a. Oh, I'm on Inferno. Yeah, I do like Inferno. Have you got the? Uh, yeah, I've got fully both evolved of them, form. I think uh, I haven't got the fully evolved form. No, Inferno. No. Okay, there's an execute looking like it was from the very first pack. A Starly. Kind of basic, you know. I think Shroom-ish. I have all of these. I think I am now. Shroomish yeah. and Relic. Piplop. Oh, there's Piplop. There, there you go. Oh, is this it? Is this the reverse? No. Okay, no. Turtwig. Okay, two starters in one pack. Very nice. Oh, I don't have him. Bear-tick. Yeah, he's oh, cool. Reverse Hollow Bear-tick. 140 HP. And finally... <gasps> Mewtwo! Oh! Oh, we got Mewtwo. Oh, that yes. artwork is sick. That is so cool. Yeah, okay, I'm well oh, happy with so that. That is so good. Oh. Nice. Right. Is oh, that your first Mewtwo? That, that is my first Mewtwo, yes. I am, that is nice. worth it because I've got most of the rest of those. So, uh, yeah, that's good. Happy with Mewtwo. Shall we do a podcast? I think we definitely should after that amazing pull uh, from your Pokemon card packets. Uh, okay, three, two, one. Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is my co-host and novice, Will. Hello Sam, thank you for having me again on this amazing journey into the Anniverse. Um, For everyone who hasn't been here before, we talk about anime. Sam gives us a show. Usually we discuss the first three episodes, depending on how much I've seen. Um... Uh, depending on whether I fell asleep or not during the process, um, and it's then we pull twice it apart. In the past two episodes, um, yeah, three. Yeah, everything comes in threes, Sam. And um, we, we'll get to we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, yeah, so oh, we talk God. about anime. I'm the novice. I'm the noob. So I come to it as a complete uh, outsider, really. And Sam comes at it with a bit more insight into the bigger picture, uh, where this fits into the uh, community, how it's received, and things. And you know, he doesn't really give spoilers about that um, until the end because 
uh, we like to make sure that I've got a f- sort of uh, unbiased opinion and I can be as honest as possible going into these. But um, this week, we're looking at a new anime and something that I've actually been really looking forward to because it keeps cropping up on Netflix and the artwork looks yeah. sick for it as, it, as, uh, as the cover art and stuff. And it looks very, you know, shouty and shonen-y. And we have... Oh, yeah. We have Blue Exorcist. So, Sam... Tell yes. us about Blue Exorcist. Why would anyone want to watch this? Well, like you mentioned beforehand, it does look very shouty, very shonen-y, and this is what you kind of get with this property. It's a shonen, but I would say that it starts off with a bit more tragedy, shall we say, than your typical um, mm. bog-standard shonen. This is actually a manga that started to serialise uh, bi-weekly and then monthly in a shonen Saturday manga, a kind of a spin-off from Shonen Jump. Uh, allowing it to tackle kind of slightly more mature themes and to be able to do a little bit more with its uh, thematic storytelling than your standard shonen that you'd find in the pages of Jump. It is a short two-core anime coming in at 26 episodes, and it is an anime original ending uh, with a follow-up season which is closer to the manga and a movie that follows it up as well. Uh, we exist in a world of demons and exorcists who are fighting back to protect the world of light from these foul beasts that burst through. And we follow our main character, Rin, who has to come to terms with his true self as he fights in this brand new world that he knows nothing about. Absolutely. Okay, um, well... I think you've summed it up nicely there. Sam, let's get into pulling this show apart and see if it deserves a place in the universe. Awesome. So we have arrived here in the land of Blue Exorcist, Will. And what I want you to do is to tell our listeners who maybe haven't heard so much about Blue Exorcist or don't really know what's going on. Uh, what is the summary of these first three episodes? What's happening with our boy Rin in oh. this show? Does a a boy does a lot happen in these first three? We meet our yes. The, the, the whole show opens up in this really bizarre uh, religious cult esque thing where they're all doing performing this ceremony and people just randomly start bursting into blue flames and then it cuts away and we know nothing more about it. That everyone's you know trying very hard to fight against some evil. Uh, we get that much mm. and. They're not on the winning side at this stage, so... It does uh, not it, seem that way, does it? No. Uh, the, the, it then cuts to Rin, who... Um, by the... Yeah, so who, it cuts to Rin, who can't hold down yes. a part-time job, and it feels very much Aww. the devil is a part-timer. <laughs> like, really? I, yeah, he does. Plot-wise. They do have very similar character yeah. designs, don't they? they? They have very similar character designs. They also have very similar plot focuses for the first few episodes where he's just trying to get <laughs> yep. a job um just trying to hold his hold his life together and they are both the devil or the devil's offspring so you know yes some similarities like, also right I, I i i deliver i never look up the um studios or thing well actually that's not true i have done occasionally but i haven't looked up the studios for this um i i got very much um a dragon made thing uh vibes oh with, like some animation Maybe if that's who does the Dragon Maid show, then yes. Um, is is that is that is there any links there or who does the animation? Um, I got no, some vibes. The anime, 
the, yeah, there are some vibes there, and definitely in terms of the background art and some of the cuts of animation throughout this, there are some really good-looking uh, pieces, even when mm. it comes to the sillier moments and the more chibi yeah. uh, forms of characters. Uh, this is actually done by Studio A1, who are most well-known for doing sword art. Interesting. Yeah. Because something I did that. look up, <laughs> because, right. because I watched this in dub, um, oh, the voice is it, actor is, it, is the oh, same as for Kirito. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, is it Bryce Bryce Pappenbrook is that who voices Kirito? I think so. I think it's definitely Bryce. Someone. Um, yeah. So I I was listening to the dub and thinking, oh, this is a very shouty teen. It sounds very Aaron Yeagery or mm. Kirito, and I was like. I'm not very good with voice actors. I don't know any voice actors. I say not very good. I, it, my knowledge is completely non-existent. So I was like, well, I'm just going to look it up. And it was indeed Kirito. So um, I was, I don't know. I don't think I was pleased by that because it was, it was very great. Oh, is it Aaron as well? He's all three. Oh, no shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I feel better about myself. He gets around. He does. And big shows. I mean, like, fair yeah. dues. He's, like, he's got that protagonist voice. He's he's found his niche and he's sticking to it. Yeah, but it's also, I don't know, like some of the over-the-topness of this character, I felt didn't mm. need to be like that. Like it could have quite easily been toned down a lot. And we're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. we're getting into character, I guess. Um, basically, yeah. Rin's our main boy. He lo- does look very Kirito-esque um, with his, his... He's our main protagonist. Um, and... He can't hold down a job. He ends up losing a job because he f- saves a girl from a falling yeah, stack of yeah, boxes yeah. and saves her life. And then that sometimes warrants being fired. And then he yeah. finds out he's the son of Spaten. Spaten? Spaten? Cro- yes. Hello, Spaten. it is me, Spaten. <laughs> I love spatulas and spades and all forms <laughs> of flipping things. Yes. Yes. Um, and then the spawn of Spaten. Um, <laughs> so he's the spawn of satan and he fights a demon he mm-hmm. his father exercises a demon and yes astaroth for for a certain amount of time and then it comes back and mm. it's a bit like chlamydia that it, it never goes away completely um and it burns when you pee and it burns when you pee exactly like being a demon being possessed yeah. by a demon yeah for all of you out there That's that you have know. burning sensations when you pee just know it's you're probably possessed by a demon um you got a 50 50 chance yeah. seek a uh, a priest or a doctor uh, yes. we'll leave that to you we don't give out <laughs> medical advice no we don't um and then his and, and then he finds out that he's the son of Satan. no he finds out the son of satan mm-hmm. in, in, at the same time as fighting this demon then his father is killed by satan and yes. then he Fucks off to exorcism school to train to be an exorcist, and it's Hogwarts mm. for exorcism. And I Hogwarts for exorcism with this whole sh- whole show. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid and so sword arty. And I know the criticisms that are probably going to come with this, but yeah, like as soon as they went so to just wizard hit, school, it's that. As soon as they went to like yeah, as soon as he, I I think I know the exact moment that it hit for you. It's either when they go across the bridge and you see this weird mm. kind of extra dimensional yes. yep. space of the school. Yeah. And then I think it was solidified for you <laughs> when he puts the key in the door and it's like a port key and he just teleports inside to like a completely alternate set of classrooms. No, it was the first one. It was definitely the first one. That 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 
solidified it in a way that the just the world building and the sort of like right this is all going on inside a school it's that whole it could be real thing because it's mm. the it's muggles the side of the school the muggles of this world don't know mm. anything about it and it's just going on behind the scenes and it's like it's the same with harry potter it's that idea of this magic could be happening it could be going on and you know who's to say to any of it we're not pr- yeah because we're all just Silly little muggles running along. So, yeah, um, very excited about this show. It was fun. I, nice. I enjoyed these first three. Oh, good. Uh, I oh, also I'm enjoyed. I also enjoyed the fact that they did mature it up a little bit. So it, yeah, and it, it fit the the pacing and the the grit and the sort of the way the show goes feels a bit more mature. Um, mm. His dad literally dies, and they have a funeral. Yeah, they don't they don't just skip over that. They have a whole funeral um yeah it's not left ambiguous is it because yeah you, exactly a lot of these shows you, and especially with shonen in general the the general rule is assume they're alive until you see a body or a funeral all oh, right okay because so often characters come back from the dead or like they get revived or resurrected or it's a fake out death um but here F- father fujimoto's death is very solidified it's very it's it's nailed to the plot and you can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, I did want to kind of start off with that and with Fujimoto's death because it is such a pivotal moment for Rin that kind of kicks this whole journey off. But also I wanted to ask if it landed for you because we only know this character really for two episodes and even then he's not got much screen time. So I wanted you to tell me what you thought of the dynamic between Fujimoto, Yukio and Rin Mm-hmm. And whether you think that that death at the end of episode two worked. Um, I thought it worked. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't watch it and not feel anything. I thought they, they did a good job of showing the sacrifice. You know, it is a sacrificial death. He mm-hmm. kills himself because he's being possessed by Satan. Um, and um, it does feel, it it doesn't hit home as much as some things like i i one of the moments mm-hmm. we talked about similar to this it wasn't a death scene but it was um in oh god testing my knowledge of anime not names now what what's the show with the wizard and the the baby and the the magical isekai where he gets put in a baby's body and then Mishoku has, tensei Mishoku tensei yes when the his mentor, when he leaves, or the mentor leaves because she can't teach him anymore. Uh, She's only yeah, in for a, yeah. a couple of episodes. And that felt really, it, it landed. It landed really well. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have that level of poignance or, yeah, mm-hmm. feeling to it. But I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think it does a job. I, I wouldn't criticise it on that. Do you, do you think it's lacking something there? No, I, I think it's a really good moment in this show okay. and All right. i'm a bit of a sucker for any sort of um father-son bonding in mm. media because i just don't think there's enough of that dynamic shown in media in general it's often kind of like you have the stoic father or the absent father or you know, the kid's an orphan or has been abandoned or his parents have died or whatever so for him to have a father figure who he lashes out against but we see has this genuine like empathetic mm. moment with him before he goes well he slaps him around the and face then <laughs> he slaps around the face to kind of bring him back to his senses because the the kids had nothing explained to him we'll get to yeah. Rin's 
naivety a bit later. But <laughs> those moments in the first few episodes, of, like even though Father Fujimoto as a character barely says anything, his actions speak so loudly because when Rin's going to his part-time job, he shows him how to tie his tie. He says, oh, I want you to, sh- I want to see how much you've grown. You need to show me how much you've grown. We have these occasional flashbacks where he's guiding Rin and like carrying him back from fights or taking his side when he's beating a kid up at kindergarten. And then for him to make this ultimate sacrifice and e- even in the heat of all of these demons attacking, his focus is on firmly protecting his adopted son. Yeah. It's just, I think, I think it works. And then his sacrifice and then Rin's reaction to that for him to drop to his knees and just, and to like in the sub, um, he says, oh, he kind of like almost regresses to a child and he goes like, oh, daddy, mm. he's gone. And it's like, it's yeah. just, a, I think it was just a really powerful moment that definitely lands. It also doesn't hurt that when he starts fighting, he um, decides that he he's going to pack heat and unload the holy power of a pump action shotgun into all of the demons. Yeah. Are we, are we assuming those are like holy watered bullets? Like, sure. It's, like, it's just a giant what it's just a giant water pistol <laughs> why not <laughs> it's like a nerf nah, gun. it's just hot It'll lead be... that he's just kind yeah. of brushed his crossover <laughs> okay right let's just talk about that then let's talk about this whole idea that they have turned religion and christianity firearms no they turned christianity into an action movie it is. It, it's like um, it is. it's, it's Passion of the Christ too from Family Passion Guy, <laughs> when Mel Gibson's making the remake of Passion of the Christ too, and I can't remember. It's something like this time. It's biblical it's or something personal. like that. Um, and it's got like everyone's carrying Glocks and stuff like that. Um, it's very much absurd and ridiculous but it's so well done in that he's got a hand grenade of holy water and he's and then and then and then his son um what's his what's what's the other his brother yukio called? who's yukio packing, like dual the, or semi-automatics yeah and he's just it's so stupid but brilliant like i love it but at the same time you're just like yeah i can believe that why wouldn't like that. if the church like, is fighting demons why yeah. why wouldn't they like bless their, their firearms and to be so cool doing it as well like yeah, and like oh. he's using like isn't it doesn't he like use like finger guns at one point when he's like compelling the demon with his religious words he's just like spouting off biblical sermons and he's like not those yeah. words and then he's yeah just, when he approaches him in the alley and he's just yes. like, pointing his fingers at him and then he like delivers the finishing <laughs> blow with like a, a talisman and it's like hey yeah. maybe religion isn't all bad <laughs> oh my god is that what this is it's just a it's just a propaganda oh advert for to join the well, church if you didn't see in the uh in the credits the vatican did sponsor the even first uh, three episodes <laughs> hey you join the navy <laughs> we've got well, what's what's the difference we've got tiers? subliminal yes. liminal and <laughs> superliminal <laughs> hey you join, join the, the church navy. fight demons <laughs> yeah Okay, wait. Was that? I'm, I'm assuming you were joking with the Vatican sponsoring the, the episode. Though. I will leave that to you and our listeners' imaginations. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, religion, fighting demons. Who, what's not to love? For the second week in a row, we have um, at least hell. Yeah, soft confirmed. There is a lot universe. of religion. I know we've brought this up before, but there is a lot of religion in anime. 
a lot of sort yeah. of demons and I say religion. They are are they synonymous? It's the spiritualist side of the things, spiritualist, right? Because spiritualist, yes. it's the it's these ideas of demons and the way that we combat them. And Japan has like a gamut of religions that it um, follows or are at least prevalent in um, cities and other places. Um, and yeah, the, the heavy handedness of the Christianity in this one is a bit weird for anime because mm-hmm. Christianity is one of the lower uh, tiers, I guess, of uh, religion in the. Yeah, but is that no, does that mean the that they can population. feel they can play with it a little bit more? Uh, yeah, and I mean they do play with it, and it is very fun. Yeah, because we just get to see but, this aged priest blasting holes in demons. It's it, like, of course it's great. What is the dominant religion in Japan? Uh, it's a two way tie between Buddhism <laughs> and Shintoism. I think. I think okay. if pressed, I think Buddhism is slightly more. But the kind of the native religion is Shintoism, which is the more spiritualist, like nine-tailed foxes and stuff. Oh, okay, right, okay. So we've seen yeah, a lot some of the demons come from. Shintoism. Yeah, well, I was going to say there aren't any demons in Buddhism, as far as I'm aware. No. So, like, uh, I guess you know, yeah, it's just you kind of yeah, the demons of your soul tempting <laughs> you to do bad things. I mean, I don't even think they'd, they'd go that far, but it's um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to. See, are there, have you? Can you, from rec- recollection, have you sort of watched anything that's uh, steeped in Buddhist sort of lines of thinking? I guess Avatar um, is yeah. more that that line of things with monks and meditation and chi- and the non-violent I don't think, I don't solution that he kind of comes to. But it's um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's exactly. got the chakras and stuff. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is the. Uh, slice of life comedy where Jesus and B- Buddha move in together in to- modern day Tokyo. Well, that just has stoner room all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's all get high and watch this, that. It sounds like is this, <laughs> is this Japan's version of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Beavers and Butthead, which I never actually watched. I only know that through friends. Pineapple Express. <laughs> Yeah, other stoner films do other stoner films are available um <laughs> other branded stoner films are available um so coming back to blue exorcist for a mo what did you think of rin's brother uh yukio oh what a dick right like what an asshole he's tall he's good looking he's tall he's uh he's just an asshole isn't he really damn beauty marks and he's, he's tall yeah, yeah. And he's, got guns. he's just good at everything. He's the youngest to youngest to pass everything and the best at everything. And he's tall. He's tall. <laughs> 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 Bastard man. <laughs> but also, and, th- and this is something that I, I think I've often struggled with, with anime and the... Your height. <laughs> no, because I mean, it's Japanese <laughs> anime. So I imagine I'm still pretty good in, in stature compared to... Most of these I don't characters. know, man. Have you seen like how tall Ichigo is? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there are some very tall people. <laughs> is, it, is it sort of like overcompensating? <laughs> the animators are just overcompensating. Um, and my 15 year old character will be 178 <laughs> centimeters tall. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what would your protagonist be? It would be, it would have superpowers. He would be tall. He'd be good looking. <laughs> Because he goes, he gets all the girls, he'll be tall. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I don't, I, what, sorry, what, who are we talking about? The, the brother. Uh, Yukio, the brother. Yukio. 
Yeah, he, he's, he starts he's, off, I feel, kind of, he's nice, he's looking out for He is, he, but he, he is a bit dismissive him. of um, Rin. Like, he, some of the comments are very, um, what's the word, putting him down. Um, yeah, kind of backhanded. Yeah. Um, and he, he blames him like, oh, I can't believe you've ruined the, the evening or I can't believe you've ruined that job. Like, doesn't even hear him out. Yeah. He's very judgmental. Um, and at the beginning, you sort of feel like it's just him being a bit of a, maybe a bit of a stickler, a bit of a perfect Percy, a bit of a like, you know, you, he he's the straight and narrow guy, whereas Rin's mm. just the can't do anything Chaotic, right. shouty boy. Um, and you sort of, put it to one side but then there's the big reveal and this is something that anime i feel struggles with is the extremities to which they make their characters express things often mm. f- feels too much to come back from too much to come b- back from and then they immediately come back from it and no one questions it like he shouts and abuses his brother and he's like i hate you and then in the next sentence it's like yes brother let's work together on this and and, and, yeah, at the, and yeah it, the end of episode three after, when they're in the classroom together yeah and, and and even Rin to a certain extent he's very extreme at parts and then it'll just cut to him being so he'll, someone will say something and he'll cut to being solemn and uh, respectful and, and it's these shifts in character that no one seems to really acknowledge in the show they just deal with it and then the characters mm. like don't acknowledge it yeah, and, and I think I know the exact moment you're talking about with Rin as well. That's when he's kind of, he's really excited about being in this Hogwarts-like school and he's kind of falling over the chandelier and the escalators in the classroom and how it's bigger than all the desks he has back home. And then somebody kind of calls him out on it mm. and he immediately reverts to, oh, I'm the badass delinquent boy and I'm looking out the window. Yeah, yeah. Or like when the students walk back in in the secret classroom, he's gone from being the guy who's shouting at the teacher to just kind of leaning against the table. And it does feel like there's a bit of a, a hit and a miss with the way that these characters are acting, especially. Yeah. But I can kind of give it a bit of a pass because Rin is so in the dark about everything. And at the very least, Yukio, you can like he's still when they move into the dorms, he still says oh you're you're dangerous i still think that i need to keep an eye on you yeah and he doesn't shoot rin when rin uses his powers so at least there is that even though he said all these awful things to him he's kind of finally getting to talk to rin about what he's had to hold back at least he stays consistent but i think I, i think it's more i think it's a bigger issue than just this those scenes i think it's an issue with anime in general and it's the the i think it comes i think it's rooted in the in the in anime's attempt to show emotion on the surface so they show it very mm. surface level whenever someone's angry or cross they are shouty and angry whenever they are sad mm. or whenever they are happy or uh you know calm it's very exaggerated and very over yeah. the top and they say what they think and they are very it's very one level and i think when that in real life people don't back down that quickly or people are more stubborn than that and people and mm. but they're but they're trying to almost play a thought process through physical and conversational dialogue so it's i just feel like sometimes 
it's not realistic into how conversations would go because people would be more resolute or people would be more stubborn in those situations. And I think sometimes it's like, oh man, you've okay, well now we're clearly never been on a Japanese train when somebody kicks off. <laughs> what emotions are high? Yeah, but like, ex- well, emotions exa- get high for one guy, but then they all, typically, like if somebody does something to annoy another person, it's like a big explosion. Mm. And then it's like, it's head down again and then remove yourself from the situation or like if you see somebody and they're really happy it's usually it is a very big reaction and then it's back to being quite reserved whilst you're listening to the rest of the conversation for example some of my co-workers who are japanese if you tell them something really like really good is how you give them some good news it's a really big like oh wow and then like some often they'll clap and they'll be like oh well done and then they'll go back to kind of being a bit a lot calmer and a lot more like listening okay. or if they're annoyed with something there's a big oh i hate it i hate it i hate it and it's really it, it's bad and i don't like it <sighs> and then so very I think animated that yeah and i think a lot of that comes from the culture and a lot of Japanese culture is following that kind of guiding principle of the, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. So everybody tries to toe the line and tries to be as unassuming as possible and to kind of blend in. But in those more intimate moments where you're one-to-one with somebody and you are almost given permission to react to something, Mm. it kind of like all of that emotion that's being pent up when you're, going to and fro or you're trying to please your parents or to fit in with society floods out in this exaggerated manner to kind of show the other person that yes 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 i really do care for this opinion yeah and i think that can might be a link and obviously i don't have any research or anything to back that up this is just for my own personal yeah no absolutely i could be completely wrong yeah but that could be an explanation for why it just my, my um, opinions and wild speculation. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I think that could be a reason why you feel that because definitely in the West, every conversation is like two people battling against each other almost yeah. and kind yeah. of having this like clash of ideas and, and things when things get heated, it's heated for a lot longer or yeah, if it's yeah. a big emotion, then it's, it builds up to it. It's not just an instant. It's out yeah. and done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's it. It's just, um, it's just stood out to me, uh, in a few moments through, through this. Um, but yeah. Anything to add on, um, Yukio? Not a lot. I, I like his guns. I think they're cool. And, and yeah, and his, his, weapons. his kind of, yeah, damn. And his height. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. I know I like, um, the fact that he, kind of seems to have this other person like the the darkness in him is quite interesting the yeah. idea that he's been able to see demons since he was born i think that's a really interesting yeah. tidbit that we learn because it seems that most other exorcists have to get this spirit wound in order to see demons and that comes along for some people when they fight a demon or mm. they they encounter one but for some people who are attending the classes, they're now hitting 15, 16, and they've never seen a demon, but they've been told this exists. Yeah, why so, would you... Why, how, they must, it must be in the family. It must be like a... Like, my dad was this mm. or something. Because how would you even know about it? Get unless, into the academy, into, into yeah. this class, if you didn't, right? 
But yeah. I think it's interesting that for these people who have had the time to kind of mentally prepare themselves, knowing yeah. that there are demons out there and they are eventually going to see them versus Yukio, who has seen them since birth. Hey! It creates... No, another uh, link to uh, Mishaku Tensei. Tensei? Tensei? Um, Ten- because Tensei. We, we, we said about um, that character, it wasn't the fact that he was naturally gifted or more talented than anyone. He just had longer to prepare for it. And he had longer because yeah. he was conscious from a baby. And it's a similar mm. situation here. Whereas he graduated, the youngest person ever to graduate, but that's because he was exposed to it from day dot. Like he knew yeah. all about demons because his brother is the fucking son, son of Satan. <laughs> like, son of Satan, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, that it, it does give him that. Yeah. And, and that does give Yukio that extra up but, than his classmates. I've got a problem with his whole philosophy though, because okay, right, he he says that he, he hates him innately because he's a demon, right? And as a viewer, we get this reveal. So to us, it makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, he's a demon. Of course you're going to hate him. But he's still spent the last however 16 years learning Mm -hmm. who his brother really is and learning his personality and learning his traits and his interests and his hobbies he knows his brother and he's helped his brother he's healed his brother he's got he's he's it's his brother at the end of the day Mm. yet up until the moment when his brother says oh i want to kill demons because i want to be stronger and blah 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 what i want to do it for dad or whatever He's yeah. still adamant that, like, he hates him. That like, that just doesn't compute. One line does. You know this person better than most people, yeah. and you've accepted. Like, you, ex- it's not an act because the kid doesn't even know he's the spawn of Satan. So it's like I don't believe yeah. that it would. He would get that far, and then one line would sway him, or that he believes that in the first place. If that makes sense, I don't. Feel yeah, like- it, it is unclear, and that whole confrontation in the classroom yuriko's yukio sorry yukio's whole thing of just stonewalling rin and just refusing to answer any of his questions even in the car on the ride over it's such yeah. what a, a pain in the backside because the whole idea is oh yeah he's getting to the high school M- mephisto's carrying them over in his fucking clown car and i'm just like like mephisto should M- both of them are dickheads because mephisto should know about Yukio. Like he's Yeah. He's Why didn't the, he mention it to Rin? Exactly. He's doing the speech, he got top grades in all the exams, he knows that he's going there. Like there's no way Mephisto doesn't know. And it's good for a reveal, but at the same time, I feel like there are more interesting ways to do it and better ways mm. to show it without and also without making it so awkward. Like it just yeah. makes him an arsehole. Like, uh, if that's the character you want yeah. to create, that's fine. But we see in the OP that he's helping his brother off the ground. We see that he's he's on the side of good. So mm. he's deliberately so gone out so... of his way, withheld this information to make his brother, like, like you've, his, his world's just been shattered, effectively. And yeah. you're just not going to help him on that journey at all. We're just going to let him struggle and just pull the rug out from him at every opportunity. All right, fine. Screw yeah. you. Screw you, Yukio. Dumbass. And your glasses too. Yeah. So, we go to magic school. We do go to magic school. 
It's very cool. I do like Magic School. It is very good. The artwork for uh, the True Cross oh. Academy is gorgeous. It is. Like, even if it OP, doesn't make a lot of physical sense. It doesn't make any physical sense. That doesn't matter, Sam. Um, it's magic. <laughs> it's in the OP, we see the him go across the bridge and then... I was like, oh my God, this could be incredible world building. I'm so excited to see what this place is. And then we don't see it for like the first two episodes. And I'm like, oh, is that just like a um, quirky... Or is it just a metaphor? Yeah, metaphor. It's not a real place. And then it it comes... And I'm like, oh, they're going to school. I wonder what that school's like. (gasps) I wonder if that's in... I wonder if that's in the place where that city is. Oh, it is the place that that city is. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Okay. I like this. What Um, appealed to you so much about it? Um, I don't know. I, I told you I was reading the book Poppy War. Um, I've got about yeah. seven books on the go, none of which I've picked up for about a month. Um, and I Good effort. jump jump between them whenever I can be asked. Um, but Poppy War is set um, in ancient China. Um, and they, they, their school, the place she goes to train, um, is this elite academy. And it's set on the top of this giant hill. Um, mm-hmm. it's, and every, the whole city is in the, like on, the True Cross Academy. Yeah, yeah, and the whole city is based uh, around this uh, academy. Uh, I say academy; I can't remember the proper name. Like uh, elite training facility at the top of this place, at the top of this mountain esque mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, and the whole city winds around the hillside, and they've got like this. It's just really good world building, and it reminded me a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, li- I just like that it's a place devoted almost. It's, 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 it's deep enough that you've got like communities and city life mm-hmm. and that whole um, day-to-day organization of this community and society. But then it's all yeah. sort of centered around this academy. It's this, it's got this It's not purpose. just the school. It's no. like, it is that sense that there is a living, breathing world around it. Yeah. And like... The school's what's bringing all the money and the people there, but there's this flourishing community that accompanies it. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Did you like it? Nice. Yeah, no, I I like the True Cross Academy. My, I guess my one caveat is the fact that we don't really see much of the day to day stuff. Um, Mm. I think it's there's an opportunity there, and it's been a while since I read this early in the story. Um, but I think to introduce some of the regular students and Mm. not just have them as background characters but maybe have kind of your maybe not a point of view character but even just having rin react with the regular students a bit more rather than yes yeah it would be cool yeah it would be cool to see that and you know like one of my favorite bits about harry potter is seeing the day-to-day life and how they interact in their classes with different people and stuff and seeing that real lived-in world um so that would be cool it also feels a bit umbrella academy ish the uniforms i think it's the uniforms that make me think that they, they feel oh, a bit, the kind of the black with the, 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 the blue blazers trim. and the yeah mm. um and just also the wacky sort of leader and then you've got like the characters with the different ability you've got yeah. gunman and sword sword boy and sword boy <laughs> i like how yeah because he's tall he's gunman and then he really is sword boy <laughs> yeah yeah what, what i do appreciate as well um in terms of the school is the size of the class. I know we've not really gotten to know anybody yet or their um, names or powers, but we get a kind of a glimpse in the OP of who's going to be joining right, yeah. um, Rin on this journey. And we see 
a lot of those guys in the classroom and i appreciate that the cast isn't like my hero academia size where his his 21 uh student characters and his 12 professional characters and you've got to try and remember who they all are and we've got to try and find enough screen time for all of them whereas here dilutes everything a bit doesn't it yeah we we've not really got to know them yet as of the first three episodes because we're focusing on rin and his journey but by having a smaller class size and condensing it down, it gives that space for those characters to breathe and to have their moments to shine. Um, something that I think that Jujutsu Kaisen has learned from where their class was literally just three kids and then <laughs> three kids in the upper class who turn up occasionally. Like I think the lesson's been learned from the olden days of like Naruto and Bleach where right. the expanded casts went on for... 20 30 plus character like named important characters yeah so now we kind of laser focus down and the casts do expand but the focus remains a lot tighter good no yeah I, I like that um i think you i think it's always worthwhile just uh airing on the side of caution a little bit isn't it you know you can always expand yeah, as you go forward um transfer mm. students other classes like you could even al- allude to other classes in the school um, but this is your yeah. sort of form group and these are your main cast. And then you introduce mm. other people as you need to, as you need plot development and things to go on. So, yeah, if you start with 20, you sort of, or, or more or whatever, you, you <laughs> it, sort of... It's tricky struggle. to then pull back. And people I guess, whose favourite character gets left on the cutting room floor then get disillusioned with the series, which is a problem mm. that My Hero Academia is having at the moment. Uh, Whereas it, what you've just described with the upperclassmen and transfer students and stuff is exactly what Jujutsu's been doing, like every yeah, beat yeah. of the way yeah, even yeah, in that yeah. first season that's just come out they refer to this mystery uh third year who mm. ha- or second year who has is lurking around and is really strong and then the movie covers who he is and why he's not there and it's like, right yes. okay genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good um do you know what here's a proposition what if you renamed okay. this show as true cross academy oh does that rebrand the imaging like i i feel like it would it would probably appeal to a wider audience true cross academy i think it could work i guess there's a lot of academies isn't there yeah and you've also got to then very much make the focus the high school experience yeah yeah Yeah. but but i i think i don't know does it go that way? Do they focus on that? It feels like that's the way they've pushed it. That's the thing. From what I can recall, without being too spoilery, yes, yeah, I think the school is a mechanism to get the core cast together, and then it's lots of different adventures that they go on. Like the first okay. arc, I would say, is very school focused, and then yeah, from yeah. that point onwards, it gets it expands beyond the scope of the school. Okay. It, from what i can remember cool um all right so uh where do you want to go sam do we want to talk um o- op's O-P-E-D. animation yeah okay it's the- saxophone time baby yeah yeah i clocked the sax what do you think of the op um the more i listened to it the more i liked it um i thought mm. i thought the song originally was okay and it, it sort of as i listened to it more the more i got into it um yeah, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, there's lots of walking around, but 
there's interesting animation and dynamic shots of the walking and there's lots of cool backgrounds, really cool artwork. Um, Showing off that school that you love so much. Yeah. Like there's little, little flourishes where he jumps on the railing. That's a really cool angle for the uh, directing. There's um, the rainfall shot, the intricate city of the schooling and everything. There's the typical character shots that you get, obviously. um, Yeah. You need those character art in there. Um, but again, I think they're, they're animated a little bit as well. And they're sort of kept in the, oh yeah. In the whole flow of the, the OP. So yeah, I really liked it. I thought the high energy of the music was a nice contrast to the, uh, somber, uh, uh, slow tone of, of of mooching on his way to school. Oh yes. Rather. Yeah, no, I, I agree with pretty much all, all that you said. Um, the song, very good, by a band called Uverworld, who I was obsessed with um, when I was at uh, uni. All right. And they do, they do a lot of good stuff. Uh, they did the second opening of uh, Bleach. Oh, mm. so good. Um, but yeah, I think the the music, very good. And I'll agree that the, the contrast is kind of nice because the song, even though it has that really high energy start with the saxophone... Mm. The singer is, he sounds like he's singing a much more, I guess, kind of pained and yeah, introspective song, even though the energy of the instruments is kind of high. It's like, I feel like, and in the subversion, at least, the lyrics that were coming across the screen in uh, Japanese and English mm. were very much like, I'll yeah. fight this demon that's inside me. I'll, I'll hold out. I'll never let my heart give into darkness. And it kind of, it matches the visuals that are on screen lyrically, even if it's not fully in sync musically. Uh, I give it a flaming sword out of 10. Oh, you know, nice. It's really cool. Really nice. uh, But I hold it too long. It's probably going to cause damage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've seen it before. I like that better. We've seen it before. We've seen it a thousand times. (laughs) Um, It's still cool. I give it a, um, I give it a, city a school a school city out of 10 i really oh, enjoyed wow. it i i do you know what it reminded me of it reminded me a bit of jujitsu kaisen's opening um they've tried oh. a bit of metaphor yeah. they've tried some different scenes some different shots of him doing different things it told a bit of a story mm. to a certain extent not as much as jujitsu but it tried He's to like a little school bit and he gets hit by a car yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah um yeah yeah not as a poetic and a story as is yuji on the train right yeah it is yeah yeah yeah. um yeah so i I enjoyed it um good what about the ed what did you think to that absolute dog shit (laughs) it was so bad dude i really didn't like it like a weird 3d motorway with a kind of chilled out song yeah and there's like, you know what? There was a glimmer of hope. You know when we watched Eureka 7 a few uh, weeks back mm-hmm. and we talked about the ED and I said, oh, I didn't like how it was following that gutter. And then suddenly the glimmer of hope, it was an insane tracking shot and it was it was, it was incredible. It was amazing, super technical. <laughs> there was a glimmer, a, mm. a moment. It, we got about 30 seconds in. It was just this boring <laughs> 3D road. And in the distance, you can see a billboard sign. And yeah. you can see that there's some characters on the sign. And well, well, the characters are dancing. Yeah, and there's energy, and they're matching yeah. the timing of the song. And we drive <laughs> past it; they're on the screen for less than half a second. And this happens twice. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, you just oh. You, yeah, you, yeah. I 
look, they could have just done stills. It wasn't. They could have just wasn't done that, stills. and it transitioned from the road to the train. I don't know. There's there's a few different to the fields to the ocean to the uh, random abandoned island. I think, I think they tried. I don't. Th- I don't. I feel like you're being. Yeah, there was effort put in. Yeah, I mean, you didn't enjoy it, but I don't think it was like lazy or like just crap. I thought it. I I understand what you're saying, but I thought it had some. It was dynamic just enough because people to... put effort into it doesn't mean that it's yeah, like but it was dynamic indie. enough like it was it, it was it i don't know it was consistent it was just <laughs> yeah consistently moving in a straight line until it wasn't because you're like okay i'm on a road okay i'm following this road oh look there's some water ahead yeah i'm on the road oh no i'm now f- i'm flying above the water i guess i what? think i think How? you're you're you just got like You've been spoiled by anime. OBs Would you watch and EDs. it again? Would you watch it again? <laughs> well, I did. I watched it three times. You what? You actually sat through it three times? Uh, yeah, I sat through it at least a couple of times. Um, I did fall asleep again in this show. Uh, was... I don't know why. It was middle of the day. I wasn't even tired. I think. And I think now my brain is synonymous with s- anime. You're just sleep. conditioned now. Yeah, the oh, anime no. comes on, and my head hits the pillow. <laughs> Oh, God. We're going to have to do something about that. We're going to have to find something really bombastic for you next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something gripping. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. What about the music? What, for the ED? Mm. You've talked about the visuals. What about fine. the music? It was fine. It was just, it was a kind of a chilled song. Yeah. Bit poppy, uh, bit bouncy. It, yeah. Yeah, a bit poppy, a bit bouncy. It sounded like a generic idol boy band. Yeah. Not really in keeping like, with the tone yeah. of the show, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, no, definitely not. It was called like Take Off or something. And mm. something we so have far, praised EDs for before. Just saying. What, for being for being unrelated yeah. to the show? Yeah, for being like Yeah. Totally wild and out there and just Yeah. I know you're thinking Jujutsu Kaisen again. <laughs> I mean it's not the only one, but yeah. <laughs> there are others. Don't ask me for them. Name me two others. others. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there was one, like, literally a week or two after jiu-jitsu, and we, we, we said, oh, that's like what they did with jiu-jitsu. But I can't remember that one either, so that doesn't help. Um, I don't know, dude. All right. I, okay, what are you giving it out of 10? Uh, I give it a soot demon out of 10. <laughs> a There's a million demon. of them a all soot. over the place. Yeah, the little soot demons uh, from the first episode. They're yeah. everywhere. You can't escape them. And they're kind of annoying. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, what about you? Oh, it's harsh. I'm going to give it a... Um, uh, I'll give it a... I'll give it a generic blue fire sword out of 10. Oh, wow. Uh, interesting that you, my rating for the OP mm. is your rating for the... EG. I think that's just our opinions on giant blue fl- fire oh, swords. Blue fire swords. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd be more excited by the somewhere. giant blue fire sword. Um, you know, in the trailers and stuff. I think it'll get better when he starts actually using it properly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's only really used it twice, and the first time he screams and it cuts out, and then the second time he just cuts a big, yeah, I don't know, balloon goblin in half. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, shall we address the the big blue elephant in the room? Yeah. What's that? Um. What do you think of the crux of this show? Before we, I guess, start wrapping things up, what do you think of the crux of this show being that the son of actual 
Satan. literal Satan yep. is our protagonist. I haven't got a problem with it. Should I? No, I just, I'm just wanting oh. to know your thoughts because it's, I think it's cool. I yeah, mean, it's a bit, um, bit different. I mean, it's it's no different to the different devil as a part timer, really. You know, it's the devil who's True. decided to live in live amongst humans and fight on the side of the humans, um, and the devil as a part timer kind of does that. I mean, I haven't watched it all, so I can't really say. But it's definitely along that that vein. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, a guy who should be bad is fighting for good. Yeah, exactly. And I, I I don't know. I think his motivation is a little bit weak and it's a bit sort of one-sided. It's like, let's just skip any development here and just plomp, plop him right in into it. Because it'd be cool if, like, he at least heard Satan out. Like, Satan... Satan you know what, guys? You know what? We should hear Satan out. Yeah. Maybe uh, he's got some good points. He might, he might have Maybe some good points. Maybe he was unfairly cast out into... No, that's Lucifer. That's different. Yeah. I is mean, it different? I, I don't know. It's it's all fairy tale anyway. How's your so. theology? Theology, um, not great. Um, Satan is the bad guy. That's all I know. Um, and but, wow. but but look, but look, wow. we've never painting we've, them all with the same brush. Are you? We we've never we've we've never heard Satan's side. All right, this this needs I have. this needs a. Um, you chat to a- me while I serve me a McDonald's burger. <laughs> Seems like a pretty reasonable guy. McDougal's burger. Gave me an extra nugget. Um, McDungadoos. He, uh... McDurpadoos? <laughs> Let's not start that again. They're... What was I going to say? Satan, bad. Yeah, we've never... We need a uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Lord sort of case to decide who's telling the truth oh, here. No, God. <laughs> and, um, you know... No, I'm Satan, at, no. Needs, <laughs> Satan needs his day in court. God damn it, Sam. Satan needs his day in court because... You know, okay. Okay. At this stage, hear me out. Yeah. Satan is getting called in to answer for his crimes. Yeah. Who Who do you get as his lawyer? Um, I mean, is is this just what's what's the uh uh what's the film where the devil is the lawyer? The, the devil. Um, it's got Al Pacino. Uh. And Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves, is it? Um, Constantine? Keanu. The Devil's Advocate. The Devil's Advocate. The Devil's Advocate. Have you not seen it? Are you it? actually kidding me? No, no, it's oh, it's awesome. Al Pacino is the devil. And oh. Keanu Reeves is a lawyer. And, and Al Pacino basically makes all his cases go his way. And basically... Uh, elicits Keanu Reeves, like uh, bribes him and sort of gets him to do what he wants, and then yeah, I won't right. spoil it. It's oh, I love that film. It's so good, such a good film. Oh, okay, yeah. I have to add it to my to watch list. I have no idea what rating that's got. I could be talking absolute ass. It's a 1997 film, but uh, oh, oh, seven point wow. five on IMDb, sixty three on Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. Um, that's, not, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Okay. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the the devil hasn't had his day in court. So it'd be cool to see at least a little bit of, like, he's just assuming that, like, yes, the devil has just killed his father. And all those guys in the OP. Well, yeah, but Rin doesn't know that. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, um, fine. We should just ignore the murders that we don't know about. 
<laughs> yeah, but Rin, Rin doesn't know about them, so he can't, he can't ignore them if he doesn't know about them. And okay, it, valid. I don't know. Like the, the the it feels a bit Satan's just being bad for being bad's sake. I, we we've talked he was about chewing the scenery quite a lot there. We talked possessed yeah. Fujimoto. Yeah, we've talked about Cackling. characters having um, depth and and sort of motivation. You know, bad characters mm. not just being evil for evil's sake. And it, I guess it's difficult with Satan because he is the epitome mm. of evil. Like uh, it's crooked, yeah. but. I don't know, something a bit different, a bit nuanced would be cool to see. I did like the animation that they did with the father. Um, I thought that was... Yeah, when he's kind of like, he's really leaning back. Yeah. He's kind of a bit more gangly than he was before and all the blood pouring from his eyes and ears. Yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty gruesome. There is a bit of body horror going Mm. on in this show as well. When uh, the thug gets possessed by Astaroth and his, his limbs kind of stretch out and he... He gets hit by a truck and then he kind of pulls himself back together. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There is a degree of violence a little <laughs> bit above what you'd expect from also, Shonen. When that de- when the devil when Rin transforms into Satan's son, it's a pretty shit design, isn't it? <laughs> like his ears grow oh, a little ears bit and he, grows, and he grows a tail. I've got a tail. Like I feel like the fire. thug. I feel like, yeah, all right, yeah, he's got a blue haze around him, but like, I feel like the the thug was more transformative, <gasps> demonic, more, more demonic, yeah, um, yeah. true, mm. yeah. Anyway, should we get cool. into the big three questions? Let's do it. All right, well, so we asked three big questions on this show. We talk about concept and execution. We talk about any turnoffs that this show may have for a new viewer, and compelability and whether we want to watch more so concept and execution what do you think does this show do a good job of introducing its concept and presenting that in an engaging way um i sorry i was just reading about keanu reeves did you know he took a big pay cut in uh the devil's advocate most of his movies no in the devil's advocate yeah because he was so bad <laughs> it just they just <laughs> like sorry we're not paying you that oh fine okay um <laughs> No, because sure. to, to secure Al Pacino in as, as his co-star, he took a big pay cut. Oh wow! And um, yeah, well, from, so from that point onwards, he also took a pay cut to just give money to charities and stuff, and to oh. support his family and pay for houses and tre- uh, palliative care and stuff for his. He's quite tragic, is Keanu. So I'm glad that he's just like you know, seems happy, doing good stuff. Thanks, Keanu. You've gone. Love you. Concept and execution, Sam. I think. This is a good concept. Like, let's let's face it. The devil's son doesn't know he's the devil's son. He finds out he's the devil's son, and he then decides to become an a, an exorcist. We haven't really used the word exorcist much, but that's what they are. That's what they call themselves. They yep, are exorcists. They, are. they expel demons in badass <laughs> with badassery as their sort of side hobby, and they utterly strapped. And he goes to a school to learn to become an exorcist and avenge his father who... Well, no, he says it's explicitly not to avenge his father, but let's face it, it's to avenge his father. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah, I think that's it's pretty cool. Also, they haven't explained how he... Did Satan sleep with the father's wife? So remember, this is Father Fujimoto in so much as he is a priest, therefore, you're saying, ah, good day, Father. Yes. Hello, but it, but but is it, it? But he did believe it was his dad. No. Oh, I thought he did. He 
he mentions he's like oh is that it you've you've given up on me because that's what you like you only took me in because you're a priest and you're only showing me these uh, okay so scrap that good did you. satan sleep with a random <laughs> woman yeah that's the implication how devil penis devil penis devil penis i don't i i disagree he can't possess anyone without them turning into flames and they don't last very long hey that's, that's probably so a good thing <laughs> <laughs> oh that's how you get pregnant um okay Damn. i've answered my own question say wait hang on so satan's <laughs> a one pump chump confirmed yes oh my god oh you are about to be smitten <laughs> like <laughs> smoted <laughs> Uh, no, surely I'm insulting Satan, so surely I should get a halo for that. I'm in the good. Oh, point. can can Satan not smite people? I I guess smiting it, is usually using like a holy power, right? I have no idea. I would, I'd smoke you need some to play more D and D. Yeah. Okay. D- uh, concept anyway. and execution. I think it's good, and I think it's executed well. I really like the animation in this. I think the artwork yeah, and the, good. the the shots are really cool. Smooth, smooth animation uh quite yeah. quite strong like we, we think about sword art and their all their flashy stuff it makes sense that this is to a pretty good standard and there were some weird 3d bits in here but apart from that it was all right yeah like the car and the flag on the car like, uh, yeah like the car stopped and the flag carried on moving i was like that was unnecessary guys <laughs> what's, what's going on here weird yeah some of the demons as well kind of a bit weird but overall mm. i think yeah the animation and the the presentation is very strong as we'd expect of uh, a1 pictures and even like the smaller character animation moments uh hold up and concept yeah it's interesting um we don't really see i guess how the, the explicitness of it them actually being exorcists like most mm. demon fighting uh manga are oh we've got we've got to fight these demons it's never said that they're exercising them it's always like they're defeating them or they're fighting them it's never yeah purifying well, that's, them like that's emphasis on the, does. the christianity i guess um yeah but again as a concept it's something that we don't often see so i think it's yeah it's fairly strong cool any turnoffs um <laughs> I guess if you're an atheist, this might suck. <laughs> nah, not really, because it's sort of laughing at Christianity a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Not like outright, oh, it's exaggerating. Ah, oh, that priest died. Of... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you Dude. get for trusting God. I mean, mm, no, I don't think being an nah, atheist I, I don't at think all. I don't think it's so much as like, I don't think it's so much as insulting or making fun of Christianity. I think it's just using that as a tool for badass demon fighting. Yeah, I think I think anyone can buy it. In terms that. of actual turnoffs. It's not like it's not like atheists violence. are watching like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and thinking, There was no Thor. Thor is not a real god. <laughs> You're right, he was an alien. Dumbass. <laughs> That's true. I win. <laughs> what uh, now, atheists? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. There aren't any major turnoffs, I don't think. I can't think of many. I uh, think apart from maybe Shouty 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 uh, Yukio yeah there's like even then i think that the level of tragedy in the first couple of episodes kind of move it away from standard shonen and whilst rin is, rin is just of, so shouty shouty he is also in the sub voiced by bakugo which I yeah that doesn't surprise me until at, this watch yeah doesn't surprise me at all because 
he takes every opportunity to shout. Like he's, he shouts at his brother in the, in the classroom. He shouts in the church. He shouts, he sets blue flames alight like early on when he's, when he's getting oh, yeah, teased the a little bit. Um, he is very shouty. Also, why the frick does he lose his job for saving a girl's life? As far as everyone because... else is concerned, no, as far as everyone else is concerned, those boxes were falling and he saved their life, saved the girl's life. Mm. But the girl got injured. Yes, but and she would have died. He had also spent the rest of the day fucking up. No, like... no, 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 no. He'd got the job after fucking up. Like he'd fucked up a bit trying hard and then he pulled it out of the bag with the cooking and then they'd gone right you know what we'll give you the job then he saves a girl's life and they're like mm. you know what fuck you we don't want people like you on our team we want you to just let those children die what what do you think but we're made of employees <laughs> uh, what do you mean but i think there it's the fact but. that the i think it's the fact that the, the rest of the people who are watching it looks like he ran at the girl and then the boxes fell and so it looked like he was being reckless and then the girl got injured and it, it's very much again a, a Japanese thing that if somebody is injured and somebody else is nearby or involved or looks to be involved that person gets the book thrown at them because you've inconvenienced the the person they've now come off worse off and it's a bit yeah it's not right definitely and we see that in the fact that the father comes and asks him to, and like thanks him yeah. um but then he does himself no favors in that scene yeah it is annoying but okay um finally does it do enough do we want to watch more and is it going in the universe i'm quite happy to put this in the universe to be honest i yeah. am compelled enough to see more of this world and to find out more about the characters and to see more cool demon fights yeah. and to find out what other powers we get a glimpse of what the priests can do in terms of summoning seemingly other demons and my favorite line of the whole uh can i guess it is where yeah oh, no, no no go on go on you tell me you, you it's your moment i'll tell you mine god in my fist demons in my heart and then he just the priest just belts one of the demons with like yes. this like tattoo on his hand yeah no that's like, good now my, yes, my 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 favorite line and it might i don't know whether it's just for the sub um but he just he's he just goes i'm gonna beat the shit out of satan <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh so good i think it's the only s bomb cute episode title yeah um okay right yeah i agree let's put it in it's um yeah it is a bit shonen but there's a lot there that's like a bit more mature the plot hasn't really moved on that much yet but it's and it could very easily become monster of the week um a lot of it's table dressing at the moment but mm. i think it's good enough table dressing yeah to compel you to want to invest in this world I think this is so pitched at like 16, 15, 16 year olds. I think it's... Angsty boys. Yeah, I think it'd be... I think they'd love it. And I think there's definitely a market out there for it. So yeah, Blue Exorcist, well done. You're going in the universe. You, we can show you... Yeah, yeah, we can show you to an absolute noob, a novice, and hopefully act as a gateway to the bigger, wider world of anime. Um, whether that's a good thing or not, who who's to say really? Um there we go. That's our job here. Um, if That's you, what we do. If you've liked what you've heard, make sure you go back and check out some of our previous episodes. Um, we are on Instagram, Twitter, 
uh, at Gateway to the Anniverse. So make sure you hit us up if you've got any questions, any thoughts on uh, Blue Exorcist yourself. And uh, send us an email if you've got something longer to say. Tell us your suggestions. We're at Gateway to the Anniverse at gmail.com. So we'll read them up. out. We'll tell you what we think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Sam, we had an interesting thing we, we found out earlier, didn't we? About Switzerland. Can we just oh, yeah, we have, uh, do a shout out to that one person yeah, in Switzerland that listened absolutely to we can. Thanks the, to the entire one guy episode. in Switzerland who listened to absolutely all from start to finish, listened to the entirety of uh, one of our last episodes. I think it was maybe our, I think it was Way of the House Husband sometime this mm, week. He yeah. just he just listened Randomly. to the entire thing. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks, dude. Um, and if you want to shout um, out, hit us up. Yes, go on. What are you going to say? So before we go, um, yeah. my analyst score. Oh yeah, of course. Well Can done, do Sam. Anal- my, you're my you're my analyst. You're, you 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 are you are my analyst. I am my analyst. analyst. I am Jack Analyst, the man who invented <laughs> Sam Analyst. Analyst. Can you can you tell? <laughs> yeah, that's that's his last name. What what can I do with my career? You know what your name sounds like. Um, Annie. <laughs> yeah. What did what do you, what would you give it now? So at the moment, from these first few, and from what I can remember, I think I would probably give this probably a seven. Okay. I would say. I think the challenge I think is probably a seven. What What do you? So is it, are you trying to guess what you what you got what you gave it previously, or are you giving a new? No, I'm opinion? I'm thinking of this like as now. Okay. From what I like from rewatching because I really yeah. enjoyed these first three episodes. Cool. I thought that they were really good and despite any kind of feelings i have about the rest of the series i thought these were good and from what i can recall from the first season i think that it was at least a seven it was good typical shonen decent enough action sequences Mm. but my same kind of criticisms about the action in these first few episodes where there wasn't didn't seem the, the action was very short and contained yeah i think from what i can recall that goes all the way through okay now, so what my actual Annie List score. So I gave I you gave at, it a at seven. the moment. I think I gave it a seven. Yeah, I actually gave it a seven. Hey, okay, interesting. Bang on the money. Bang on the money. Bang on the money. I'll take from that what you will. Um, thank you all for listening. We're gonna thank you slip into a slice of life and have a little catch up about what we've been doing outside of the show. Uh, If you're sticking around, great. If we're not, we'll see you next week in the Anniverse. See you guys. Bye. Awesome. Uh, Not much to share in this week's Slice of Life episode, Will, except for to update you that uh, I actually finished Eureka 7. Ah, well done. Thank you. How how long did that take you? How long is it? Uh, it was 52 episodes, I think, or maybe 50 on the dot. And uh, after we finished recording the episode of Eureka 7, I basically spent the next week every night after school. <laughs> I basically spent the next week every night after work watching two, three, sometimes yeah. four episodes and nice. just absolutely hammering it. And you Did know what? Live up. I changed my up? mind on it. Ah. Yeah. When I watched it the first time through, um, I had some 
I think I because sh- I shotgunned it in even less time because yeah. I, it was when I broke my leg years ago. So I literally just had it on whilst I was sitting around doing absolutely nothing, and I didn't take in as much. Whereas this time I was in those bursts, I was absorbing a lot more of the show. Yeah, cool. really good mech action, really nice character arcs for all the characters, and a really positive message by the end of the show. Um, so I was I was I was really glad to have gone back to it. Um, ah. It's good, yeah. Awesome. And that's that's about it on, on my end. No, I'm glad. I, I played I, a bit I, more Sonic. Yeah, I still want to uh, give that a go. I just don't know when because I'm so... Yeah. I just, there's just so many Who's different shows that like I want to watch and it's just like being in the right mindset, being in the right mood um, and then just sitting down and getting on with it really. But uh, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to go back to that one because I did enjoy that. Yeah. But mm. now I've got Blue Exorcist, which just feels like fast food. I'm going to probably go. have to stick with this for a bit. Um, Hammer through it. Please mm. do. I have uh, not been doing much other than season four of Stranger Things, which Ooh. I watched five episodes out of the seven. Um, so I'm wow. getting towards the I end. getting a second batch next, right? Uh, sure. Why not? I think we're getting another set of episodes in July. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, because I was thinking, I, I I didn't check back at the previous series, to, but I couldn't remember how long they were supposed to be, uh, how long a series was. Um, so was it was it 10? Was it always like 10 episodes or something? I think it was like between 7 and 10 per okay. series. And they were always about 40 minutes long. Oh, well, these ones are about an hour 20. Holy crap, that's like a movie. Yeah, like they are that's long just, episodes. What? Yeah. Are they um, good though? Yes. Oh, it's uh, it's just turned into a horror movie. It is just turned into a horror series. Like they are now in a, in a haunted house. Um, people are being possessed. People are bleeding from their eyes and being thrown around Dude. by demons and being they're having their bones snapped like out of their control. Like it's oh my god, it's graphic. It's gr- gruesome. There is like haunted woods. There's a clock that keeps cropping up. There is uh, yeah, oh the clock that's in the wall. Yes, yes, there is a clock in the wall. I saw it in the trailer. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, without spoiling anything, it's it's an interesting way that it's gone. It's very much, I feel like, left behind what Stranger Things was a little bit. Um, These kind of plucky kids trying to They're still plucky kids, and the comedy, the comedy bits are still there. The, the relationships between them are still there, but it is okay. definitely taking on a darker tone. Like, one of the main themes running through seems to be ptsd and mental health oh um okay so it's definitely touching i mean they have had a lot of shit happen to them so yeah yeah um so yeah i have one question yeah go on how yeah i can't remember the character's name but how is and you'll know when i say how is his hair um yeah it's on point you mean dustin oh no do you mean will no the older guy. Oh, I mean, dude, it's it's the eighties. They all have pretty awesome hair. Like very true. Um, but I'm thinking the the teenager. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're all teenagers now, mate. They're they're, they're all like oh, um, sixteen and everything. Everything's changing. Um, what's oh. he called? Uh, I've got the cast up now. Uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Harrington. Steve. Yeah. Yes, no, my man. That... He's my favorite character. Yeah, he is good. He, he's still on point. Like. He is playing more of the dumb, bumbling idiot a bit. And they're sort of playing that a bit too hard, in my opinion. 
Um, yeah. And, and they are trying to be very self-aware and um, meta. Like he, he's, he, he, there's several times now where he's like, he, like the last episode, he looks at Dustin and he's like, <sighs> and Dustin's like, what? Was that a sigh? And he's like, yeah, it's, it's just, I'm always with you. I'm always paired with you when we do these things. <laughs> and they, and they, they call attention to like, yeah, Kind of we, we've done this things, several yeah. times before and it's like i've done it once and they've done it twice and they you know it, it just keeps happening and quite yeah i don't know On some people nose. are like that some people won't um i'm undecided what i really can't get over is um will's hair i think it's will yeah. isn't that it is will the... he's the yeah the finn Wolfhard. no that's he, mike he has like the, the... it's mike Noah Schnapp is Finn. Will, and I know that because I'm. Oh, is he? He was the one who disappeared, right? Yes, he was the the one in the first series that was like the one that was. God, taken. I need to watch some recaps before I go back into. They this. do recap the most recent series at the beginning, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to see too, too much of what, of what's happened before. I, I that completely is a bold for- cut. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. Right, yikes. Um, David Harbour is awesome oh, he's bold right he's he is awesome in this show i love in, david in, harbour in this series so much. he's got such a good role like ah oh, sorry we might need to cut that huh <laughs> we might need to cut that that's a massive spoiler because <laughs> he dies oh, okay. at the end of season three. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> let's cut that Sorry, i zoned out i was too busy lo- i was too busy looking at uh will's hair i was transfixed yeah, that's fair that's fair um yeah, really yep. good. The cast do a good job. Uh, Max Sadie Sink, I think, where well, it says her name is here. Max uh, is quality. The cast are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Um, all around, just very, very good. Yeah. Also, right. I'll have to get that uh, get that watched. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. We'll uh, leave it there, and we shall uh, see you next week, guys, for another episode of Gateway to the Anniverse. Thank you all for listening. Take care. 